Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm asking you the question, do you fear your feelings and emotions? And I ask this because it comes up quite often that people are fearing the feeling or the emotion. Like, I don't want to go to that emotion. I am afraid of it. I don't want to go there and I'm afraid I'll never come out of it, that I will be stuck there forever. So I know a few episodes ago, I talked about the panic first aid kit, and I actually wanted to go a little bit further and talk more about the fear of the feelings, these kind of feelings that we do push down into our subconscious, that we do run away from and ignore or try to distract ourselves from. And I don't mean distract once in a while where it's a a good thing to distract. I mean, chronically distracting from certain feelings and certain ways of emoting. We become afraid. And all of these feelings and emotions are part of the whole human experience. And they are not to be feared. It is the fear that's causing the problem not the feeling, and not the emotion. Paying attention to the emotional triggers of anxiety and panic is very important. Perhaps you don't have a lot of physical anxiety sensations, which I have had clients who came to me, they had no physical anxiety sensations. And they were quite surprised, actually, that people did because they didn't experience that. Theirs was all in their mind. It was in their thinking. So perhaps you don't have physical sensations, but you struggle with your feelings and your emotions. And then, of course, there is uh, those of you, and this is probably most people, that have both. You have physical sensations and triggers, and you also struggle with your feelings and emotions. Fear is the number one feeling that anxious people fear. The fear of the fear. It is so big that when it's happening to us, we go, wait a minute, I am afraid of fear. Like when we even say it, it sounds so bizarre. 
It isn't something that's happening, but I'm afraid that I'm going to be afraid, or I'm afraid that that feeling of fear is going to arise. And very often, for many people, this is the last thing that goes. A lot of the stress and anxious times in people's lives tend to fall away as they are getting more acquainted with their parasympathetic nervous system and able to build that up and be able to relax, meditate, be calm, breathe, clean up their diet. And the thing that can just be what I call the long tail is the fear of the fear. This tends to be the little niggling thing in the back of the mind that says, yeah, that's all great. You're doing wonderful. But what if you get afraid? (laughs) And it's real, like this thought, and it just brings up all of those stressful hormones. We just trigger, it triggers it. So if you're stuck there, don't worry, you're probably not even really stuck. You're just working your way through it. Fear, it's the number one the fear of the fear. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. But sadness is also something that can bubble up as your anxiety begins to clear. You can finally feel some of the other feelings that are not overshadowed by your anxiety. Sadness may be arising. And this sadness arising stresses many people to the point of a panic attack because they have kept the sadness at bay. They have kept it down. And the thing that they used to keep it down was not a healthy thing, but it worked, the anxiety. They would have rather gone to fear than to sadness. This is very common. The analyzing and overthinking of our emotions is no different than the analyzing and overthinking of the physical sensations of anxiety. They just seem to get a lot more press. Feeling fear, sadness, frustration, rejection, boredom, 
happiness, joy, etc. is all normal. These are just samples of the full spectrum of human feelings and emotions. We get both sides of the coin when we come into this life. We have feelings and emotions that are lovely, and we have others that are difficult, challenging. We cannot have one without the other. They both coexist in the spectrum of human feelings and emotions. So what I want to help you do is to take the fear out of feeling those things. It's okay to feel fear and sadness, frustration, rejection, boredom, right? We're all cool with the with the other ones, the, the sweet ones. We're cool with that. But we have trouble with the downside. And they are a part of living. And a lot of us have been raised or conditioned through life to repress feelings and have come to need to control your emotions, perhaps pushing them down or burying them deep in the subconscious. Again, using fear or anxiety or stress to keep those down. But they don't go away. This is something we need to pay attention to. We think because we kind of we got around it that we don't have to deal with it, but they don't go away. They just go deeper into our subconscious and they pop up in unexpected and very unwelcome times. It's usually when we least want something like that to pop up that it arises. And it comes up in ways that we really didn't expect. This is often what is happening when people use the term, it came out of the blue. This is what's happening. Those emotions and feelings that we have either controlled or pushed down or buried deep in our subconscious are bubbling up. They've been triggered by something, could be something very slight in our environment even, and it triggers uh, one of those old feelings or emotions to bubble up. And then we are off to the races because we, we didn't expect it. We're not prepared for it. And there we go. It's a, it's not a good scene. So let's just deal with things when they're happening. And if something bubbles up, that's your time to deal with it. It's okay. It might be an oldie but a goodie that was stuck down there. And when it bubbles up because it was triggered by something in your life, that is your opportunity to deal with it, to let it flow, to let it come up and to let it go out. No need to push it down, run away from it, bury it, or be fearful of it. Now here's our four steps. The four steps that I wanted to talk about so that you can stop fearing your feelings. This is going to be freedom for you. The first one is to let the feelings come. Let them come and let them go. Be with them without adding to them thoughts and stories and what ifs. Let the feelings just be there. Again, staying in the present moment, not running off into the future with what ifs or making a story out of a feeling. A feeling can just be there. We don't need to make a story about why it came, where it came from, where it's going, who did it. No, just let them be. The second step is to learn more about the full spectrum of feelings and emotions. 
And one of the things I find most helpful for learning more about your feelings and emotions is to actually have more of a vocabulary for them. So I think one of the best places you can do this uh, online yourself, you can go to NVC, that's for nonviolent communication. They have a list on their website, nonviolent communication, or it may be just as NVC, and they have a feelings list and it listed out as the first section is for feelings when your needs have been met. And the second section is for a list of feelings when your needs have not been met. And having more of a vocabulary for what you are actually feeling is freeing. If you can print out this list and keep it with you near your journal, it will help you to identify more succinctly what it is that you are actually feeling. It's great help. And I want you to note that you feel many of these feelings and that they do change. That's why we want to give ourselves some time. Along with learning about the full spectrum of feelings, also remember that these feelings change over time. You're not stuck with a feeling. The third tip I have here for you is to recognize and challenge your beliefs. Do you have a belief that you need to feel a certain way? Do you have an expectation of how you should feel? We can actually challenge this, but they can't challenge it unless you recognize it first. So take some time and see, am I expecting something of myself that I should only feel good all the time? I should only feel positive emotions and that to feel anything other than that is something I should be afraid of because it means something that I'm, I'm in danger because you're not in danger from a feeling. The feelings will not hurt you. So recognize and challenge any beliefs that you are having around certain ways of feeling and your expectations of how you think you should feel. This will give you a chance to actually see what is going on with me. What do I think? What do I believe? Am I afraid of feelings? I've never really thought about it, right? This is uh, quite eye-opening, especially when you start looking at the lists, especially when you are looking at the list of when your needs are not being met. You're going to be quite surprised with some of those feelings that are in there. It's eye-opening, so I hope that you will give it a try. And the fourth one that I have listed here is to slow things down and breathe. We can't keep rushing around and holding our breath and expect to feel good, expect to feel alive or be able to handle any feelings that are coming up. Simply slowing your breath down on your exhale will make a difference. And it's easy to remember, and it's very easy to do. You know, of course, if you have a favorite way of breathing, if you have box breathing or square breathing, or very many different kinds of 
ways of looking at breathing now, that's great. Keep doing that if it is working for you. But there is no need for counting or manipulating if you are not doing that now. I know that it can be triggering for many of you to even talk about the breath, right? So I want to keep it really simple for you. Just slow your exhale down. Really slow it down. And one of the ways that you can slow it down without really having to count or think too much about it is to just pause on two different places of your exhale. So you breathe in and then as you exhale, you breathe out a little bit and pause. Breathe out a little bit more and pause and then complete your exhalation. That's a very simple way of being able to slow down your exhalation if you have trouble doing it any other way. And simply relaxing your belly so that your lungs can actually breathe correctly, that they can actually fill up, and that gives your inhale just its own space to do what it does. You don't need to do anything special with it. Just relax your belly and then slow down that exhale. This will stimulate your parasympathetic nervous system and begin the process of calming down both your mind and your body. So it's important that you do this around your feelings. If you are fearing an emotion or a feeling that has come up, I want you to do these things. Let them come. Have a better vocabulary around your feelings and emotions. Recognize and challenge your beliefs about your feelings and emotions and slow everything down with that Buddha breath. I hope this show has been helpful for you. It's always a joy for me to share the things that have helped me and my clients and group members over these many years. And now for today's quote. I don't want to be at the mercy of my emotions. I want to use them, to enjoy them, and to dominate them. And that's from Oscar Wilde. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.